Hey everybody, welcome to episode 91 of Vigigame Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I'm Michael Raparez, your host. Who else is here with me? Let's go with, to my left... Hey, I'm Bob Mackey, and usually there's a sound clip for me he doesn't when, I, when I'm yeah. here, so oh, I'm I wish really I'd remember to put it on. Wow, wow Bob Mackey! Wow, oh, thank you. Mackie. That was really convincing, Diana. It was good. <laughs> so who's that we just heard? Oh, Diana Gibbon. Yeah. You should Banner. have said, your wife. Your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be home with the chicken by now. Uh, who, who else we got? Uh, immortal creature Lorzep. Lorzep. That's a new one. Is that a oh, reference to? Ah, okay. No. Nothing? Oh, okay. And, of course... Oh, me. Hi. Christopher Antista. Yes. Hi. Hi. So, we're going to do kind of a short show this week. Uh, <laughs> because it's <laughs> it's Thanksgiving week, uh, we're actually recording this about a week in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and we're all just going to take off this week. So, mm-hmm. here's what you get. It's just going to be the top five. It's it's Turkey Day, or as I like to refer to it, Walking Bird Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it that? I'll let Grandpa Simpson explain. I just used it that morning to wash my turkey, which in those days was known as a walking bird. <laughs> We'd always have walking bird on Thanksgiving with all the trimmings, cranberries, engine eyes, and yam stuffed with gunpowder. Then we'd all watch football, which in those days was called baseball. <laughs> I have to say, I, I live in Berkeley, and there are just turkeys walking down the street some days. Seriously, yeah. they're just turkeys, what? just like mm-hmm. hanging out. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't mean like yeah, like jive ass turkeys. Yeah. No, they were like real turkeys, okay. not like you know turkey as if it's a bad <laughs> not person. Seventies like villains in a Dirty yeah. Harry movie. No, like actual small birds, ah. like yeah. just yeah. hanging out. Once I was driving in downtown San Rafael and I saw two turkeys walking in the crosswalk. Hmm. What? Yeah. And was a it for an album cover? No. <laughs> and there was a bicyclist walking next to him looking really confused, like the turkeys were following him home. Oh, man. <laughs> Gonna mug him. Turkeys are real. I don't know if I've seen <laughs> a one real turkey. One showed up in the parking lot uh, when I was at a doctor's appointment. Like, I got in my car and, like, looked to the, my left. It's like, holy shit, there's a bird. It's a turkey. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, took pictures Spare of it and put them change. on Twitter. If I saw one in the wild, I'm pretty sure I would have to attempt to kick it to death. Aww. I heard they're really mean. They just they just look very confused yeah. at all times. They're just these these gawky birds just sort of staring every direction. They're not they're not very smart looking. At least I kind of feel sorry for them. Cross the road without jaywalking, unlike those fucking chickens. Do you think I could I could maybe uh, grab that. a piece of paper, trace my hand, and convince that it's like a Bugs Bunny in a dress and lure sure. it away? Yeah, <laughs> that, like, that works. <laughs> I turkeys were, were just that when you trace your hand oh, with a yeah. crown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you bring that to life and you eat it. Uh, <laughs> that's a simple procedure, really. Uh, so, in honor of Walking Bird Day, I thought it would be fun <laughs> if we made this week's top five about walking simulators. Mm. That is to say, games where. You don't. There's really no action. There's no enemies. Uh, you can't be harmed generally, but you you just kind of wander around, solve puzzles, and see the story as it's presented to you. So let's jump right in with number five. Dear Esther, I have now driven the stretch of the M5 between Exeter and Bristol over 21 times. But although I have all the reports and all the witnesses and have cross-referenced them within a millimeter using my ordnance survey maps, I simply cannot find the location. You'd think there would be marks to serve as some evidence. So who's played Dearest? Me. I love that I game. played it, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I thought the doctor was... said I was not Ray Fiennes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was greatly improved by the rocket jump mod that somebody finally what? made. What? Did that really happen? In my craziest fantasies. Aw. I think Dearest is kind of the prototype to a bunch of the news, news headline-grabbing games that we're seeing now that are not... 
some people would say are not games, but yeah. uh, Dear Esther was among the first, was it, it not? It was I think it showed that it was possible, the format that they yeah. used. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was really, it's kind of the resurgence of a format that we saw beginning with Mist and the Seventh Guest, where you're, you're just kind of exploring an so environment. It suck. This doesn't suck. It does. Hmm. I don't, I've noticed out for it. I noticed out. I'm sorry. I got to stop. It's like an eyeball cursor. I, <laughs> but yeah, D- Dear Esther was the beginning of something that I saw in a lot of these games mm-hmm. where it it tricks you into thinking that you're heading into danger. Yeah. That you're heading into a haunted house because you're exploring this abandoned island yeah. somewhere out in the Hebrides in Scotland. Excuse me? And uh, it's, it's a chain the of islands, Hebrides? apparently. I love that The name. Hebrides. Hmm. Uh, and it's, it's very creepy. You start to descend into caves, and mm-hmm. you, get, you get an overwhelming sense of dread. But all that really happens is you hear things like this. He did not find the caves, and he did not chart the north side. I think this is why his understanding of the island is flawed, incomplete. He stood on the mount and only wondered momentarily how to descend. But then, he didn't have my reasons. Now you got this narrator, who presumably is you. Narrator. Narrator. (laughs) Who keeps talking about somebody, was it... Doyle? I, I can't remember the name. God, I forget the name, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have to say, like, I've played this game through twice. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it's my I'm wide awake but hammered game. Ah, I so see. I, I, it, the, my memory is really hazy, but it's a very calming uh, I, I have an experience I like quite a bit. Let's get trashed and wander around the Hebrides. <laughs> yes. Think about my wife. And it, do, it does have puzzles. I remember, yeah. like, it, it actually sent me looking up FAQs a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, how do I get past this part? Where am I supposed to go? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's just this very placid walk through this this beautiful environment while you're listening to somebody's memories. And it starts out that, like, this, this narrator is uh, right. writing to his wife, presumably, mm-hmm. Esther. And it starts to go from, like, observations about the landscape to memories. Like, mm-hmm. we started out this segment uh, about a car crash that may, may or may not have happened because of drunkenness. Hmm. And you, it increasingly devolves into just memories of this guy's life. For example... Inventory. A trestle table we spread wallpaper on in our first home. A folding chair I laughed at you for bringing camping in the lakes. I was uncomfortable later and you laughed then. This diary, the bed with the broken springs. Once asleep you have to remember not to dream. A change of clothes. Donnelly's book, stolen from Edinburgh Library on the way here. Donald, I will burn them all on the last morning and make an aerial of my own. Hmm. Yeah, just sort of, these, these make very little sense out of context, but it's just a sample of the sort of cryptic thing you'll hear I, while going through the game. This and, I'm guessing another game we might talk, that I, I'd, I'd probably cry during it. <laughs> Don't think me gay! <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I, I don't cry at things that are like genuinely sad, but like super moving mm. and like it's uh, very melancholy. Yeah, like, use that yeah. word. And and the music in particular just brought that memory back to me because again, super drunk. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it it just works toward a an astoundingly dark and surprising conclusion. Mm-hmm. Like that's not really where I saw this going, mm-hmm. but okay. And yeah, there's a weird. 
I'm going to use that word again, Tyler. Ludonarrative dissonance. Don't. We do need to make a t-shirt. I think yeah. that is a trend with most of these games where they mm-hmm. they lead you down a path where you think you're going to see something or experience something, but you don't really. Mm-hmm. And it's something very mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and because of that, it's a journey of discovery and often self-discovery for mm-hmm. the character. Although in this case, I kind of feel like the narration is a bit disconnected from what you're actually narration. doing. Like what you're doing pushes the narration along, but they don't necessarily relate to each other. Yeah, I think they would improve the storytelling in these kind of games, you know, over time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, was it the Chinese room that did this, or...? Oh, man. Um, God, else? I wish I knew. Look hand. it up. <laughs> okay. Someone should do a game where the narrator's just a YouTuber doing a long play of the game, so you just have to hear yeah. some, like, some kid uh, shrieking about what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually an interesting idea. Very meta. Yes, thank you. I'm quite clever. Hmm. All right, so yeah, it's it's a very pretty uh, kind of early template from the, the latest wave of walking sims. Uh, but let's get into something a little more interesting. Number four. This is the story of a man named Stanley. Stanley worked for a company in a big building where he was employee number 427. The American Beauty Music Employee number playing. 427's <laughs> job was simple. He sat at his desk in room 427 and he pushed buttons on a keyboard. Uh, there's a lot of differing opinions about the Stanley parable. It's, it it almost doesn't make sense if you haven't played Dear Esther. This is mm. a pretty clear parody of that game. You think? I think so. Well, I mean, it's a parody of all games, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, obviously. But yeah, like, I think you have to be in touch with like the current zeitgeist to understand what mm-hmm. it's making fun of. Like yeah. the AAA mm-hmm. experience where you are rarely let you, know, you you were rarely allowed to explore in your own terms. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they really want you to like follow the path, the critical path. Yeah. I think, well, like, yeah. well, I mean, I think as much as it may be parodying AAA games and, and modern gaming, it's just in general making a statement on game design yeah, yeah. and the challenges mm-hmm. of game design and how do you have a player who actually has any kind of Agency. control. No, I'm not even going to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but the narrator says it. And he's, yeah. he's he's the only other person outside of a game journalist I've, I've heard. I, I also think agency. it's a game that's better in concept than execution. Like ah, I found it mm. kind of fun for a little while, and, and it was. I, I got what it was saying immediately. I I, oh, I say that with Bioware games, I can't really be evil in a game. I have to follow the hero path, mm-hmm. even when I know it's it's not necessarily what I want to do, and I know yeah. where it's going. This was one of the few times, like Stanley walked down the right door, like. No. Well, funny you should yeah. say that. No, I have, I'm not I have doing that exact that. same thing. Yeah, because yeah. you you get up. And it, it starts narrating your actions as you're doing them, and then telling you what to do. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And then you get to the left and right door. When Stanley came to a set of two open doors, he entered the door on his left. Oh, Stanley. <sighs> you know, you really aren't going anywhere. And I don't say that deceitfully. I truthfully mean that there isn't a story down here. The story was back up where I told you to go in the first place. Right now, you're just running around looking at empty halls. And frankly, that's perhaps even more infuriating for me. So why don't you throw me a bone? Give me a chance and just let me tell the story I want to tell. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, of course, the trick here is that no matter what you do... No matter how exasperated the narrator sounds, there is, of course, a story. I, which I don't... That's I, Wherever I, you go. I played it twice, and I don't know if... Is there an end? There are, are multiple is there, there are many endings, yeah. Yeah, is there, but is there, like... I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've completed the game. You really have to play all. through it, like, I don't know, what, 20 times at least? Yeah. I got to I one mean, of the endings. There isn't a definitive ending, mm-hmm. that, like, okay, this is the real escape from this narrative, whatever. Like, everything you do... Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, there's just, it, it always resets to square one. And it, I've killed myself so many times. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. makes me think of Call of Duty campaigns. Where mm. it's like, there's the illusion that you can kind of go the way you want, but in mm-hmm. the end, it, it's just sort of, well, you'll probably die if you go that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I please just tell the story I'm supposed to be telling here? Can you, when they say move up, can you do that, please, and not try to backtrack or something? At the same time, there are so many radically different outcomes. Like, I think the first time I was, I just made up my mind, it's like, I'm going to do the opposite of whatever it tells That's me. That's what to I do. did, yeah. Yes, yeah. which is which is rare. Like the the way the game presents itself like if you don't disobey the narrator, uh-huh. you're in, you're you're being made a joke of. Yeah. I don't know, I just thought that was brilliant. I, I seem to th- remember like I got to the end the first time mm-hmm. and there was like a phone that was ringing. It's like you have to pick it up. It's your wife on the other end. Mm-hmm. She's going to die. <laughs> that was part because if you don't do what he says in, in that one room, like mm-hmm. it, you don't it just keeps happening and he keeps un- unleashing new phrases. Yeah. At one point, I, I wandered so far off the rails that it actually said, "Like, all right, well, mm. you've broken the game. Uh, which, <laughs> which here, here, here's a preview of uh, the next game we're working on. It's really unfinished. Would you like to try it out? And you get to like throw beanbags at a picture of a baby or something. <laughs> yeah, <like that>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I take back what I said earlier. Like, it it executed its idea really well. I, I guess like. The the praise that was heaped on it, I thought might have been a little overblown, but it was good. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was I fun. like the amount of variation you can do with the experience. Just like mm-hmm. there are all these endings, there are many different branching pathways. You can choose to listen to the narrator at, at any point. But I think like there are depending on how long you hold off, there are different endings. You know, depending on how, like how resistant you are to his his commands. Yeah, and yet it almost always comes back to this. And so Stanley asked. If that door never opened, if I'll never be able to walk away from those people and from these buttons, is this life still worth experiencing? Am I actually happy? Stanley answered this question by pushing a button. Then he pushed a button. (laughs) Then he pushed a button, and so on and so on and so on. Ah. It's a metaphor. Ooh, yes. That's pretty much the whole point. Number three. Over here, Polly Blank. No, oh, over here. No, no, a, li- a little more. Um, a bit more. Uh, a little sit- a little to your left. No, your your other left. Go back, back, go back a bit. <laughs> there, there we stop. Yes, there, there we go. All right. Sound? That is the villain reveal from Jazz Punk. I love this mm. game. Yeah, toward the end, he's like, behind you. And then you look around, and there's like a little crab there. And like, no, no, over here. And you like, look in another direction. Like, no, 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 over there. So before we get into Jazz Punk, I want to point out we haven't heard a non-British accent yeah. yet. Yeah. That's, that's a good so point. Far, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But wow. that, was, that was the first fake British accent. Yes. Mm. But Definitively it is, fake. But it, even, it says that it's just this sensibility, this sense of mm. humor, and this yeah. like type of game design is... Very much like the British indie scenes, like and yet go-to. super dry. Yeah, there is a very real British accent here, and I want to see if you guys can guess whose it is. I was perhaps pontificating whether you'd be so kind as to assist me in one of my low fragrant indulgences. <laughs> if you'd be so kind, please take this aerosol from us. Do your best to aim for my gaping jowls. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then you just spray cheese into his face. Yes, but do you know who that is? That is Jim Sterling. Really? Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, holy I, thought, shit. I was going to guess somebody from the Conker's Bad Fur Day team. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a Conker's voice. 
Uh, I, I didn't quite. I thought like that. That sounds like Jim Sterling, but it can't be. And then I saw in the credits, uh, Jim Sterling and also Zoe Quinn are mm. credited as voices. Like wow, the two. biggest colluders of them all. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, this game is great. Take away their yeah. games journalism cards. Uh, <laughs> but you know, getting back to the game, I fucking love Jazz Punk. I think it's one of my favorite games of this year. It seems like I've put it into at least two other top fives. It, I had I, uh, not only that I, I didn't get very far in it because I got stuck. Again, I kind of only have time to play How did games you get from stuck? Hammered. There was some like I just couldn't. I'm, I'm trying. I can show you where I did. You where drink was. too much pigeon milk. You, uh, you mm. couldn't find the tiki bar, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. That oh, took yeah. forever. Yeah, and it's oh, right okay. there. But I played it. I played it the day of release. So it was like there was no help or fact anywhere, or like I didn't. There's really no puzzles. The only really yeah. way you can get stuck is you, you kind of get lost and don't know what triggers the next that, scene. I yeah, that, that, totally, yeah. that totally happened, and but it did. Right in the beginning, you sneak into what some Russian consulate or something like that. And, mm-hmm. It's the first mission, I think. And, and you yeah. slip on a wet floor and fly up against a wall. It is the best laugh out loud moment I've had in a game, period. <laughs> well, that game is about uh, just finding jokes. Like, yeah. The environments yeah. are about finding all the jokes you can find, yeah. possibly. Yeah. It, it reminds me of like Mad Magazine. Like, oh, it is just like packed with these like often very, very corny, very, very base jokes, but it's still, there are so many jokes that like a lot of them will hit. This is why we say, wow, Bob Mackie. By oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's every beat. I know we've like. talked about it before, because I know I've talked about it before, that what I love about it is that it does slapstick mm-hmm. comedy in a game intentionally. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. is rare. And like, I think the the part I laughed the most at. I think there's a part where you you like use a copier to make a copy of your butt and yes. use, it, use it on like an identification thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Welcome, Doctor Butt. <laughs> there's also Wedding Quake. Yes, Wedding Quake is a, is a hidden mini game inside where it's it's like a full Quake level, and all the uh, the weapons are wedding themed. Like you got a champagne mm-hmm. bottle and a, a wedding cake that's like a minigun. It also has like a hacking mission where you use the actual hacking device people used in the early '80s, which was a like Captain Crunch, right, like yeah. uh, something you found in the cereal. You could hold, you can hold the buttons in and then actually use like use that to make collect calls for uh-huh. free. It was it's, like yeah. one of the first Crunch. hacks ever. Yeah, Comrade. Yeah, Crunch. you get to pick up the box and shake out all the cereal. Yeah, you just great. you're just constantly challenging it to defy your expectation. Like when you go to mm-hmm. press something with your finger and then like it just falls and you're holding a <laughs> stick with a finger on it. And yeah. stuff like that. It's just it's you go through a lot of those. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first time it happens, though, like I laughed pretty hard at that. Yeah, I went I went through it again recently and just discovered like all this stuff that I'd missed the first time through. Like the the first time I played it, I kind of wandered around for a minute and then like went straight into the Russian consulate. And it turns out that like that very first level, there's a ton of things all oh, over yeah. the place. Like it's a big environment. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy who wants you to to degauss several pigeons, <laughs> and what and then it? you 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 basically zap them with a magnet ray, and then you you bring them all back to him, and uh, he puts them all into a pie and shoves the pie into the microwave. Wave and like ah pigeon pot pie just like mom used to make and then he hands it to you and you can just flip it into his face yeah <laughs> and it's like ah my face it's burning ah <laughs> and, and of course my favorite part of that first level is just like if you go off to the left there's a bunch of people standing in line outside of a movie theater mm-hmm. you you can shove them all over like dominoes and walk inside. And then it's just a loop of the the Swing Wing commercial from the 60s, which was basically a hula hoop oh, yeah. helmet. That's right. And 
Yeah, it's like it's like a helmet you put on. It was an actual toy, and it had like just this weird uh, bar with a streamer on top, and you just like swing your head around to make the streamer go. Oh my god, people are stupid. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible toy, but it just plays that over and over again. And so you sit there, and all you're doing is like puffing on a cigar yeah. and blowing smoke into people's faces and mm-hmm. then throwing oh, yeah. popcorn it was like around. Yeah, it's like the Cape Fear reference, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think my, my favorite bit outside the uh, butt scanning uh, is the the part in Japan where you get a fly swatter and you can just go around hitting people and they just oh, go, yeah. ow. And some of them Stop turn that. into flies? Yes, when, yeah. when you do that. Ah, I mean, the good. game sold me on, its, on itself with uh, blowing smoke in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually... I think my favorite part of uh, the Japan segment is when you actually get your hands on a fugu, which in this game, it's, it's just like a, a squirt gun that you squeeze and then it slowly reinflates and it sounds kind of like this. You have poor fugu technique. You have bestowed blindness upon me. <laughs> and you're just spraying it in the face of, of various sushi chefs. <laughs> <sighs> And then, yeah, you, you douse some sushi with it and uh, give a, a cowboy the runs, and then you can steal his artificial kidney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, and also there's a Street Fighter reference in it, in that uh, you, you can go up to a car and Perfect. find a mini game where you beat up a car. It's it's basically the Street Fighter 2 car destruction mini game, but in 3D. I also really enjoyed meeting, uh, there's like a Hunter S. Thompson yes. parody character. And, uh, You're going to wait for me, you're terrifying me. Some, like, I, need, I, need to, <laughs> I need to play it like two more times, probably. I haven't found yeah, one nearly. Because so people will like mention jokes, and I'm like, that sounds like it was the solution to a puzzle that I never solved, and yeah. like, there's so much stuff in there. And also, just tons of random shit all over the place. There's like, you go to a tropical resort, and there's like a sheep just hanging out in front, and if you go up and click on them a bunch, this happens. <laughs> yes, we Zanzan. Yeah, uh, he, he I got spouts, that. Yeah, Warcraft lines, and then explodes. See, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is there an explanation for the pig on wheels? Uh, I think it's just a it pig on wheels. It just sort of drives around in circles. Yeah, you have to you have to kill it and roast it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. And, yeah, there's a guy who he needs you to shave his back with a weed Man, whacker. Man, you see why sometimes oh. I get cynical and tired of AAA games because they don't do stuff like that. Yes, there's some there's all the wonder we've discussed and all these. They don't even seem like games that would have existed five years ago. Hmm. hmm. Nobody no, comment. That's no, fine. Adeline, <laughs> I agree uh, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely been like, uh, especially on PC, just like, yeah. eh, let me gloat. Uh, but just like, <laughs> it seems like the conversation would people be awesome if a game did this, and people now there are games stuff. that do that. Yeah. It's exciting to We're see seeing people it gradually stuff. trickle over to consoles. Yeah, but yeah, like, just gradually. let's do a let's do a comedy game like mm-hmm. that. You know, that's not something. Think, there we go. That's what you hit. Mm-hmm. Comedy in games, Bob. You're a big comedy nerd. Like, yeah, me. I think, uh, like I said, the point of this game is to find all of the jokes. Yeah, and you're not yeah. necessarily punished if you don't, but mm-hmm. like you get as much out of it as you want to. So, but it's well, like you're what, punishing yourself. If what you would have? Yeah, you, I agree. What the not much can get me to replay a game these days, given the amount of time I have and the amount of the abundance of the medium. But that's the kind of thing that'll get me to replay something. Like, oh, I missed a joke? Let me yeah. get back in there. And they're, they're good jokes for the most part. Yeah. I mean, it does slapstick well. Essentially unrelated to this conversation, except in comedy, I thought the other game this year to do comedy was South Park. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. good. Mm. Like, that was two like, really good comedy games in a year, which is like, it's strange to see a games do jokes yeah. well, because they, in the past, have, like, parody games often just, like, try to parody game mechanics by 
having those game mechanics in uh, the game. You're like, this is which South Park does, and I, it, I can't. But it's still fun. Yeah, I can't. I can't not laugh that it's like this un- needlessly dense JRPG. The, the, there are 400 billion health items. Uh, <laughs> right, that, yeah. like yeah. Demon Souls or something. Just, just the amount of dialogue recorded to respond to your farts is yeah. astounding. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <Thank you. laughs> anyway, uh, walking simulators. Yeah, Janice Punk. Uh, I forgot what the top five was. Janice Punk is a little was a little disheartening <laughs> for me. Uh, was, wait, let's let that pass. Ignore that. It's probably Sting down at the GameStop creating oh, yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently happening right now. <laughs> really? What the hell? Yes, Sting, uh, Sting is at the GameStop. Holy shit! Good Why aren't we there? Sting. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, but yeah, Janice Punk is kind of disheartening for me. Reading some of the reviews and like, it's not that funny. It's not funny at all. And it's like I don't trust you. But You're not a person I like. But I think that it, should comedy games come back, they'll be rated like comedy mm-hmm. movies. It'll work for some people and it won't for others. Humor is subjective. Sub- it's, I hate using that word in context <laughs> of games. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's like a call to arms like a billion people. Yeah, it's um, one of those things where it's like, if you don't think it's funny... I don't want to talk about it with you. Kind yeah. of, yeah. They're like, what's the point? Like, you're, you're yeah, free to not no find it funny. Like, but what are you, you going to gonna change the topic to Jeff Dunham now? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's one of PC Gamer's favorite games of the year. Ooh. 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 I trust them. Definitely one of mine. I don't. They collude ah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of awesome games that came out this year. Number two. So you guys collude in an interview once? Oh, yeah. <laughs> PC oh, for politically yeah, correct oh, games. Yeah. Oh. Well, see, we, I, I want to find a doctor who will prescribe me colludial silver. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we interviewed someone, and before we interviewed them, they agreed to do that interview. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You didn't just ambush them in their homes? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> in the middle of the night? It, it wasn't journalism. It really wasn't. Put a bag over their head and throw them in the back of a van. Yeah. <laughs> Kick them in the neck with some questions. That's not real journalism. So many multiplayer modes. How many? <laughs> so tell us about your influences. <laughs> tell us. Uh, we you ever c- want to see your daughter again? Uh-huh. I, I really think we should switch to like Vice style headlines. Like, <laughs> we kicked down Hayami. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We kicked down John Smedley's door to ask about microtransactions uh-huh. I, and then yeah, did see. mushrooms with him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Number two. Ethan Carter I didn't know, but he knew who I was. When the police won't help you and the priests don't believe you, you call on Paul Prospero. You call on me. So who else here besides me and Bob played uh, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter? I wanted to. I played a bit of it, but mm. I couldn't get very far because I just stopped to look at it like every mm. five seconds. And like, it is so gorgeous. I was like, I'm, yeah. g- I'm going to make a GIF of this now. So now I have to like record it, alt tab out, make a GIF, put it on Twitter. Guys, look at this. Oh, right. I'm supposed to be playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty and it it's runs super, super pretty. so yeah. well, even on like not that great PC specs, it still looks amazing. I don't know how they did it. Magic, well, I, I think guess. part of it is, you know, there's no computing power uh, dedicated to things like uh, rendering other characters most of the time, or AI, or anything really, else. It's they just dedicated, about the environment. Dedicated everything to trees and rocks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a bit of a spoiler, because like a lot of these other games, it lures you into thinking that you're about to see some really dangerous shit. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it starts out talking about like you know there are things that uh, no little boy should know about, and uh, y- you start out and like the, one of the first things you encounter is uh, these traps. Pyramid head. 
No. Yeah. No. Uh, no. No. Sadly, <laughs> not Pyramid Head. He's the final boss. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You have to you have to hit him three times in his head. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little point. bit of an obvious weak point, but, yeah, I mean, it's red and it flashes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Mm. Uh, wow. I, I did forget what the top five was. No, walking no. simulators. Okay. Because of Walking Bird. Got it. Yeah. Walking Bird Got Day. It. Yes. My mistake. Oh, so Ethan Carter, yeah, go, go around. First thing, one of the first things that happens is... Uh, you know, a bunch of improvised traps come down and try to kill you. Shortly after that, you find a train, and beyond the train is a body with its legs cut off. And mm-hmm. it's really gruesome to find. And you're you're introduced to this, the main mechanic of the game, which is to go around, find clues, and then try to piece together what happened using those clues. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see the incident unfold in front of you. And... So you gradually discover this narrative about this little boy who has apparently awakened something on this remote in, in this remote village. Is it an island? I, Again, I can't remember. Pyramid Head. I, th- yes. I think it is like a remote, like an island, like like a New England like island, separated from the rest of the the mainland or whatever, like something like mm-hmm. that. But here, here's a conversation between uh, Ethan that, that you see in a flashback and uh, his mother and. Uh, Brother or uncle? I, I, uncle, Brothers. I think, yeah. What did you do? What did you wake up? Nothing. I found a room, I walked into it, that's it. You can feel it, right? Something, uh, something coming from the Vandegriff house. I can feel it. He must be punished. Ethan disturbed the sleeper. Mm-hmm. And so you hear a lot about the sleeper as you go through the game. And you watch these vignettes unfold where uh, you, it's clear that the family is gradually losing its collective marbles. And then you hear mm-hmm. Paul Prospero commenting on it. This sleeper was feeding on them. Their hate. Their distrust. I could feel it sitting somewhere out there. fat as a bullfrog. Digesting. Can I ask a really obvious question? Mm-hmm. Given that there's a character named Prospero, you are on an island, and there is a malevolent spirit about. Ooh. Is this a tempest retelling? Not really. Mm-hmm. But you now that you bring that up, it's like get. that's a that's <laughs> a really good point. I hadn't thought about. I read Tempest. Oh. I I'm glad you're here. Well, <laughs> or Forbidden Planet. <laughs> oh. Yeah, out, that too. Leslie Nielsen's finest time. Finest mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Not to derail, but to derail. Uh, mm-hmm. My my favorite part about this game is the unintentional comedy that comes from the sort of hint system, mm-hmm. where when you walk around, like words will kind of fade onto the screen as you look at stuff mm. to sort of like give you information about it. But sometimes it's like, like you walk up in the very beginning to this train, and there's like a place where part of a crank is missing. When you look at it, the screen just fills with crank, question mark, crank, crank, <laughs> crank, 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 crank. I think I need to find yeah. a crank. It's really strange. Actually, uh, D4, the Xbox One uh, original yeah. game, I swear, you use the same system. Like, yeah. when you click on something, like, the thoughts that your character's having, like, pop mm. out of it as text. And it, sometimes it's like that, yeah. yeah. Is there like, ever going to be more of that game? God, I want there to be, but <laughs> he's on Twitter being like, tell your friends about this game, because Microsoft is bearing it. <laughs> yeah, it seems yeah. that way. It's a good game. I love it. I love it. And if you don't follow him on Twitter, he's one of the best people to follow. Oh, yeah, he is. Sweary65. Yeah, he tweets yeah. like food and stuff and just says something excited about it. It's yeah. great. He's an interesting guy. 
But, uh, yeah, Vanishing of Ethan Carter. There's a lot of, like, weird incidental scenes, too, that, like, are easy to miss. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's one point where you have to go up into, like, this little treehouse, and then that triggers an astronaut running around. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah. you have to catch the... That's right. You have to catch the astronaut, and when you do, it shoots you into space... And you're just standing inside this flying saucer, and windows open up, and you get to see this gorgeous, like, galaxyscape. Yeah, it's pretty breathtaking, actually. Yeah, and it, this sounds like a LucasArts it game. It lasts for all about 30 seconds, and then you are rocketed back down to Earth, and you just sort of wake up in the treehouse, and wow. it's just like, oh, this is a totally ordinary treehouse. It's not at all what I went into initially. What's going on here? It's almost as though things that seem to have a... Uh, macabre significance are actually quite ordinary objects, and maybe mm. this is hinting at something. Mm. I don't want to get into it. What are you getting at, Ruby? I feel yeah, like you're pranking us. Find out. You you're pranking us. There's no the space game's, scene. The game, no, that, that is an actual thing. It's real. Yeah, it and is real. It's it's a five-hour game, but there's at least three hours of music. There's al- almost always music playing in the background, and the, mm-hmm. the soundtrack is so good. It's all on YouTube, I'm really? sure, illegally, but if you want to hear it, it's it's like fantastic. It's, it's like, like, one of the best of the year, I think. Uh, yeah. what, is this a resource-intensive game to run? My PC is from 2010, and it, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Shockingly not. Like, whatever they've done... Yeah, it's really... I've seen... Pretty it moments from it runs beautifully, and even if you put it on low settings, uh-huh. it still looks better than like most games wow. do now. But wow. they did all kinds of crazy stuff with like photography and mapping mm-hmm. like photographic textures onto things. They had like making of uh, like videos and things that I saw. So like, it's not just a rock texture repeating on the rocks. They've mm-hmm. actually gone and photographed real rocks and like mapped. So, I mean, you know how like textures in games like. If it's it's only so big and repeating, like rocks don't look like that. They've actually like you can look at little details in all of the rocks and trees and on the bark where it's like there's like a cut in the bark, you know, mm-hmm. like mm. imperfections that make everything look so much better. Less and, video gaming, yeah, less yeah, pattern. Yeah, like. There's also no loading at all in the entire game. Huh. And it's a fairly large environment, but you never are seeing a loading screen, which I think this helps is... make it feel more. I don't know. Realistic. This here's the PC I'm taking back home for Christmas, <laughs> and I have a feeling I'm not going to be capable of much. But I, I Chris is rubbing one. the podcast laptop. Yeah, hi podcast laptop. Try I hate you. I hate <laughs> you so much. <laughs> you could try it on that laptop. Yeah. I don't know if it's that mm. easy to run, but. Mm. Uh, it Maybe. will not stream NES games. Has a big problem with wow, that. Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's brand new, by the way. It's, yeah, it's uh-huh. not even a year old. Hmm. Good for this laptop. I want to punch you. You just did, and it made the screen I knocked flash. on it. Name and shame, Chris. It's, it's a Samsung. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. If I could say that again, I went to Best Buy. Uh, this Samsung PC sucks. I'm like, you see any other Samsung's laptops out here right now? Yeah, we're not fixing it. Yeah, and that's they're, they're gone. The, they, they flipped you a double bird. They did. They did. Yeah, the the, the Geek flames. Squad mooned me. Wow. It was offensive. What? I was offended. Oh, my God. I almost got on Twitter. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, that's the source of all outrage. Robble. Yeah. Robble, robble. <laughs> Let's move on to... Now, I think pretty much everybody who knows these games mm-hmm. has... Sees where we're going with this. Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Dear Katie, so much has changed, even just since you've been away. We moved into this house. I'm in a new school. And my big sister being gone for a year doesn't make it any easier. It doesn't feel real. But I'm not going to let it phase me. I used to tell you everything. And if I can't do it in person, because you're off gallivanting around who knows where, I'll tell it to this journal. Just like I was talking to you. 
Uh, well, can I say one thing real quick? Sure. Uh, I love this game very dearly. Uh, it was one of my favorite experiences of period of mm-hmm. 2013. Uh, part part of that was I didn't read anything about it. People were just like, "You should probably play this. It's yeah. only two hours." And like mm-hmm. that was the big sell. Like it's only two hours. Yeah. Uh, and so I immediately did, and that was part of my enjoyment of the game. It really mm-hmm. was. Yeah, yeah I had the same experience. And also, I played so it if on... That, um, if that's the case, shut this off and just go play it. Because <laughs> yes. we're going to talk about it yeah. a little bit. And, and I don't yeah, want you to... If you haven't dream. played Gone Home or Gorn Home, mm-hmm. the sequel about the aliens from Star Trek, ah. uh, <laughs> be sure Jesus to go Christ. go do that before you listen to the rest of this segment. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I didn't actually find it that special. I Diana mean, played it? I, I played yes, it, but um, I came... You stand on the front door, and the door was locked, and... Mm-hmm. No one was home, so I just waited there. And about three hours into the game, mm-hmm. it hadn't stopped raining and nothing happened. So I thought, wow, no, it was a nice rain simulator. And I turned it off. <laughs> you didn't even find the Christmas duck? Of course. No, I actually, not only have I played it, I finished it. Oh, this nice. is about the only game I have ever finished. Same could be said for my girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, there are some people who will take that a non-gaming female enjoyed this game as a sign that everything about it must suck and be wrong. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I will like Barbie res- Horse Adventures. I will respectfully disagree. Mm-hmm. Like Except you, not respectfully. I like how you referred to yourself like the Ferengi do. And also... <laughs> like, I am a non-gaming female. <laughs> a lot of... Uh, non-gaming human female. A lot of terrible people on the internet like to refer to women. Females. Female. Uh, yes, that's what But this... Called. Gone Home has serious fucking gaming cred, because listen to this shit. So you know what they say about the best light plans of mice and men? Yeah, turns out it applies to Street Fighter 2. At least I worked up the courage to walk into the 7-Eleven and ask for a turn, but all that practice at home did not exactly translate in the wild. That is a universal experience for those of us who grew up in the 80s and 90s. It really is. Yeah, it, is. Yeah. it really is, but I, I, I do think, I would like to think young people have that too. Mm. They have bonds, like lifelong bonds made through gaming. And, yeah. Um, I guess today it's it's more like, yeah, it turns out the Call of Duty campaign didn't actually prepare me for multiplayer. Mm. Nor the DRS or yeah. multiplayer. No. <laughs> nor the rocket jumps. Which is intense. I, yeah. It's a joke I make constantly and no one likes. <laughs> no, but DRS or multiplayer is my, like, my favorite phrase. Have you <laughs> prestiged yet? <laughs> <laughs> Regend. Yeah. I, do. I, do, I do love that uh, Gone Home is a game where if you know where mm-hmm. to go, mm-hmm. if you finished it once, like mm-hmm. you can speed run it in under two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Our, yeah. Uh, uh, Logan, who reviewed it for us, accidentally solved it. Basically. Oh, did he really? On his first try, oh, and was sucks. just like, "What the hell is this?" And then he replayed it like the you know quote right way. Wow, going through the whole house. But yeah, he accidentally found like all the secrets that you can find that get you there and uh, mm-hmm. which I guess can happen but uh, I've Just, never heard it happening to n- anyone else now we'll get in a vague spoiler like, spo- the whole like if you if we're already giving spoilers I don't know yeah. in, in my we've p- already said if you, again and I'll say again if you haven't played Gone Home Just and you care about it. having it yeah. spoiled go play it it'll take two hours and two come of back you, listening to two us of talk you about it haven't played it if you shut off the show right now and message me on Twitter I will buy it for you two of you the first two of you I'm wow. not kidding That's I'm not joking 
Uh, I'm not joking. I, I am poor, but we're going to do this. <laughs> Wait, but we told them to stop listening if they haven't been playing. Oh, that's true. But that's but part the, of it. The lucky yeah. people get here. I will. I will buy it for the first two people who ask me to buy it so, for them. Yeah, you since, should play it. Since we're past the spoiler territory, if we're I, not going to ruin because it, because I was I wasn't even going to say a spoiler. It's just that like I didn't know what to expect, and I yeah. kept it, kept expecting to walk through a doorway and be met with horror. The yes. lights are off in this room. I can't go in there, and like mm-hmm. and none of that exactly. fucking matters. It was pure yeah. Hitchcockian suspense. Yeah, yeah and I was, yeah. I was, it is so fucking. Suspenseful. At one point, I actually had to ask Michael, "Could you please tell me if there's anyone yeah. in the house? It, I, you don't have to tell me where. You don't have to tell me what, who it is. It was just tell me if I'm going to turn a corner and there's yeah. going to be somebody there. There's going to be pyramid head. And I said there, the there, yes. there are no jump scares. It, it, would have, it would have or ruined triangle, it. pink triangle. Head. It would have ruined my <laughs> life for like. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. Oh wait, we are. In spoiler <laughs> that was actually clever. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, gay agenda, gay agenda. I got to a point when I explored the upstairs. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, look at all these SNES cartridges, and I see. The attic, and yes. I see it, and I'm just like, I've already come nope. out. I've I've come out on the show rather bravely as a pussy. Uh, <laughs> horror games really scare me. Uh, I'm right there with you. Chris. And, and like, I went to that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm shutting this game off. And I, and I had I came back to it like a couple like like hours later because I really was liking what I was playing and mm-hmm. the idea that like there's not horror around the corner, but it's actually it's fucking better than that. Yeah, one of our. Uh... Uh, we did an article recently that was like our our favorite horror moments, mm-hmm. and like one of our editors was like, "Yeah, there are some moments in Gone Home, that feel not like a horror, horror game, game yeah. yeah, that really actually like the bathtub t- mm-hmm. <laughs> terrified <laughs> me." Yeah, that's and right. And then and then we got this person on Twitter like a five tweet series. What the fuck? <laughs> Gone Home isn't a horror game. Yeah. How can you put it in this list? It's not even a fucking game. It's not a horror game, especially. But it makes you think it's you one. You fucking yeah. losers at PC Gamer don't know shit about but games. But the, the idea is if you have not played it, you'll experience horror sensations. Yes. And we find well, out that... Well, that's what I would have tried to explain <laughs> gradually, to this irrational person on Twitter. It wouldn't have worked. Gradually, we learn that the house is haunted by an altogether different kind of specter. Mm. It's weird hanging out with girls. But being around Lonnie is, like, instantly just right. I gave her the grand Psycho House tour and took my revenge on Super Nintendo. And it was like, I don't know, I finally found someone I feel normal around. It's That's right. It's haunted by the specter of Riot Girls <laughs> in the 90s I, I, and I, that awful, awful music. I really like and, and I, I, I want to even apologize for I've been very flippant towards game stories in the past, but like there is there are there, are, there is the capacity for games to tell a great story. And that's mm-hmm. all this game yeah. does, actually. I think it's because it's telling the story on your terms. Yeah. You can decide yeah. how much of the story you want to absorb yeah. and what yeah. you want to move on from. Uh, basically, you're you're exploring a character study of yeah. really yeah. two characters. Uh, what's no more than name? that. It's Kate. The, yeah, the mom like, and the dad as well. The mom, like, the mom, yeah. the story yeah. of the mom and the dad is like equally tragic and beautiful. That's true. Uh, finding it, all of his return yeah. books on Soul. <laughs> yeah. Oh books. yeah. And then and finding that, the other box with the porn yeah. in it. Yeah. And oh, I, right. I like that. There's the, there is a lot of stuff that's implied that is never explained. His whore wife. No, <laughs> no, just no, kidding. no. I mean, just kidding. I, I mean, the previous occupant of the house, yes, his uncle, oh, his right. uncle, yeah. and what yeah. was their falling out? Yeah, and what, what happened does JFK in 1964? Have to do with it? That nobody needs reviewers anymore. I'm sorry, Michael. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I know. I know. It's in the game. Well, I have there's, there's a lot of weird allusions to the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> yeah, and they never quite. You kind of are left to come up with your own answer. I think they, they of what it might be. They could. His uncle killed Kennedy. Yeah, we all, yeah, yeah. We oh, all yeah, came yeah. to that conclusion, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Uh, and Benghazi. Benghazi killed mm-hmm. cool Benghazi about, killed uh, yeah. Definitely. Name, Anything with a hashtag. Name dropping, it. but I interviewed Steve Gaynor, mm-hmm. uh, and, wow. and I've talked to some of them, and a lot of them are ex-Bioshock developers, mm-hmm. and he told me that a lot of this idea came from the fact that yeah. The coolest thing they thought about Bioshock was wandering around the environment, learning about what happened. It's, they, they did Minerva's Den. I should say not the original Bioshock, yeah. but they came from Minerva's Den and really liked the idea of exploring an environment yeah. and learning about what happened. Those there. audio logs and the, some of those stories were like thoroughly compelling. But they moving. took it even further, where it's just yeah. you're looking at everything in this just relatively small environment of this I house. This is coming to consoles, so we wouldn't have to... It is. Mm-hmm. I th- it hasn't it already? No. I it's thought, like Midnight I heard City. It was, yeah. It's no, it's a, it out. Um, yeah, Midnight something. Lynch's company yeah. uh, is bringing it up. And by the way, Steve Gaynor did not agree to the interview. Mm. I actually tackled him at PAX. Nice. Yeah, good. Yes, I, I put a microphone in his face and made him talk to me. Sounds uh, ethical to me. I recommend uh, journalism. I recommend mm. you play this at night, yeah. preferably yes. uh, with Whoa. headphones, yes. and while yeah. it's raining, because oh, I did yeah. all of those things oh, together, God. and it made the experience so much better for me. Like, oh, I don't know oh, if I wouldn't have liked if I would have liked it as much if I didn't have all those in, like real environmental factors affecting so my gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> wow. we don't have thunderstorms here, but I know yeah. it was the closest thing to that that was happening I, outside. Yeah, I was playing it at night in an empty apartment. Um, with headphones, and after a while, I was getting so creeped out that I had to have one headphone off so I could hear if a serial killer was coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd at least maybe like theme music would kick in, something would happen. I'd be like, "Oh shit, yeah, you're behind me, aren't you?" Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to go watch a YouTube video of the ending right now. I think we it talked about it before we did. when we first talked about this game. Mm-hmm. But is but the ending happy or sad? I, I say sad. I mean, I mean, we can. Uh, we're going to talk about the ending. Again, if you haven't played it, for fuck's sake, go Lee, do that. Go away. Or don't complain, because mm-hmm. we've given you ample warning here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the I think there's there's a case to be made either way. I think it's happy in the short term, and then possibly sad in the long no. term. No, I, yeah, think, it's, I think it's happy all the way. I think it's tragic. I think it's Why? dumbass kids making a yes. mistake. Yeah. Yes, and kids well, make it's mistakes, like, it's, and they bounce back because they're kids. Yeah, it's like if Lonnie was a boy, there would be no beautiful symbolism here. There would just be, she ran away with her fucking high school boyfriend. Yeah. How's that going to work out? Yeah, but I think they're like... You we're only living in that moment. All you know is that there's not a fucking body with open veins. Yeah, that's the that's yeah. thing you're dreading. And that's what I was. I, I think everyone was dreading. It's like, like there's something horrible. And, and yeah, I, I remember going to be a body. How many bodies? Let's could I've be heard, two. Could be four. I've heard people talking about it. But here's here's an example of a couple things. I heard the argument like it was irresponsible and dumb what they did, and like. This is the pro- shut up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Like it was a really. Beautiful- it's not so much that it was irresponsible. It's 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 tragic to me that she felt like so. Oh yeah, I unhappy and, and unaccepted yeah. in her life. But she, she has to run away. She felt she had to run away, and like it's not going to be an easy life but, from there on out. It, it isn't. But like I've I've seen that in my life, and I've seen I've seen I have had friends that do that, and they always come back. The family gets back together. Like everybody rejoin. Like you made a mistake. You didn't go to college for a year. You go. You go two years from no, now. No, I mean I hope uh, that's the outcome. But we're left to imagine yeah. it. And, and I just imagine like that is tragic that you just felt so out of place in this world that you left that's, your own I, home. I, and I totally your that I yeah. that I completely understand. Mm-hmm. I, I think just, the easy way out would have been like double suicides. The parents being these awful mm-hmm. like conservatives who mm-hmm. hated like everything about their kids, but they were dealing with it as much as she was, which that, I think was, a, was a much more nuanced was decision. So, yeah, the, the parent stuff. I don't yeah. want anybody to forget about that because they're alluding that the wife was considering cheating on the husband and mm-hmm. maybe didn't. I think she she came very close because it's like, oh, this guy invited her to an Earth, Wind, mm-hmm. and Fire concert, and then you find Which, the ticket. Which, who wouldn't go to that? They do September. Yeah. The ticket oh, is yeah. untorn. <laughs> she never yeah. used it. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's yeah. the thing. You can speculate about it and whether mm-hmm. it happened or it didn't. I'd like to think it didn't because like, I do like where that family is yeah. at the end of the story. 
Uh-huh. The family. There's four people that I'm like, fuck, I have goosebumps just talking about yeah. it. It's like, no it, one you ever meet, too. Yeah. It's all like You've never seen these yeah. people. Yeah, that's true. And it, it 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 just messes with your head so many times. Like, finding the secret passage, yeah. uh, going into your parents' bedroom, and it looks like the place has been tossed. It, that was... Mm-hmm. I was I, At that point, I knew I was thoroughly uncomfortable. It's like... I wouldn't go in my parents' dresser drawers yeah. looking for... It is like an incredibly voyeuristic game. It actually reminds me of Maniac Mansion, where yeah. <laughs> I had that same appeal, where it's like, I'm going places I'm not supposed to be yeah. in someone yeah. else's like property. Yeah, And they knew exactly what they were doing, because there's that note that uh, the father leaves for the sister. Mm. It's like, stop leaving all the damn lights on in the house. Yeah. You're just yeah. like your sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that fuck, he knows. Yeah. That's it. exactly what I've been doing. There's, there's, I don't know. It, it, it's, I can't, I do hate... I don't want to harp on that too much. That there's this game seems to be one of the focal points in a weird movement of people who are against things. Because I think this is the most beautiful forebear of where the medium is going, yeah. and into a great place. Yeah, I, I was going to raise that question: How do you treat the argument that it is not actually a game? I, I think that's, I think it is a game. You're solving puzzles. You're finding things. I mean, if jazz punk is a game, this is definitely. I, I don't. A game. I don't really understand that because, like, I I would. <laughs> I, I, I've taken criticism because I, I kind of tough on Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's way less of a game than this is. Well, I, uh, the, the way I respond to that is it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter at all. An enjoyable, interactive thing mm-hmm. that you can download on your PC computer, mm-hmm. personal computer computer, that's yeah. what we call them, <laughs> and, and you can do it, and then you can feel uh, emotions and things like that, and then you can talk about it afterward. Yeah. And the least interesting part of the conversation afterward is, well, is it a game? Webster's defines <laughs> well, game yeah. as like who gives. You know, Webster defines as you, a as a game Mario Paint. If you don't, well, and I it guess, is a game. Yeah. If you don't see it as a game, I mean, you can maybe look at it as a proof of concept for what games can do with storytelling. Yeah. Like, okay, imagine that there was a game that you. Like the kind of game you want mm-hmm. that had this kind of storytelling and atmosphere. Imagine mm-hmm. if Call of Duty could pull off something like this yeah, maybe that some... made you feel involved in the story and made you feel like you had agency so, in the world. Right. So just keep... just put like I don't know North Koreans in the house <laughs> yeah, and sure. you shoot them. Yeah. What if there was something that and you could touch or home. read that, that that somehow gave you a narrative explanation to why you're about to kill forty thousand people? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Well, the most common complaint I hear is like, I got to the end and, and it's just about two girls in love. Like, why? It's just like no one else is telling this story. No one else is making a game based on this premise. That's why it's special. Yeah, the, no. the mundanity of what's happening is what it makes it special and important. Oh, yeah. No, it's all a prologue to a story about they were abducted by aliens and now they have to join oh. Space Marines. Oh, and fight their way out. Conversely, Shave all their heads. Devil's Advocate <laughs> even, maybe, would someone who knew the outcome enjoy the actual game? That's what I don't know. When I when I when I say shut off the show and, yeah. and, and like See, that's the thing that if you know nothing is gonna jump out at you, yeah. then that kills the a lot Actually, of the suspense. Actually, like uh, my girlfriend played through it, and I, before she played through it, she was worried about being scared or yeah. having jump scares. I'm like, nothing will happen to you in this house. There, are, there's nothing hiding for you. Mm-hmm. There's no, there are no jump scares. That's all I told her, and yeah, she I, still in, had a lot of fun with it. I knew what the game was, having mm-hmm. like previewed it, and I played no, right. like, I played a bunch again. of it. I played it again as so. a preview <laughs> thing, and I no, I didn't have any problem knowing that it wasn't going to be a horror game i still enjoyed it a lot i that's i played it again with my girlfriend and in some respects i i got a little bit of that same let's just say razzmatazz uh <laughs> by by watching her experiencing these things for the first time oh, yeah, yeah. so i i haven't actually played it again on my own i don't know if it'll work i i really don't but i i recommend everyone play it yeah, i really it's, do it's sort of worth tacking on to what bob just said that 
how I said earlier, I needed Michael to tell me, mm-hmm. if anyone else is in the house, are they going to jump out at me? Even after I knew nothing was going to okay. jump out at me and go booga booga, I still felt okay. tense. You still yeah. felt because enjoyed, you didn't believe me. It, it, you know, in part of the story. No, also, I thought you were fucking with me. Well, the, the, the game? And that there was going to be a horrible creature in the attic that was going to eat my face. I, just, I do wonder, I, have, did anybody ask the creators, were they trying to create that sense of dread? I don't think I ever asked that because I didn't know enough about but, the game yet. But yeah. I think they were trying to create an uneasiness. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And because yeah. either way, once I knew there wasn't Pyramid Head in, head in the house, I thought I was awaiting a, a ritualistic suicide. I, and, I did and ask. Presented by the story. I did ask it, about it the kind time of hints period. at that, yeah. too. Yeah. I asked about the time period, and, and the mm-hmm. explanation is the one you would expect. Uh, the 90s are a great time for this kind of story because if you got home mm-hmm. and no one was home was and the phone phones. was out, mm-hmm. you literally couldn't do anything. You can't. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You can't call a cab mm-hmm. to go look for it. You can't. You could walk out into the storm. You can't do anything. Did my parents like, check in on YouTube? I just, no, man, it I, just, exist. I just forget. I just forget how, you know, like my childhood was where it was just like. I'm at the mall. I don't have a quarter for the payphone. Yeah, I can't do anything. I have to hope my mom remember, like comes and gets me. I will have to use one eight hundred call ATT. Yeah, or and I'm hope walking. they pick up the phone. Yeah. yeah, or I'm walking. Is that the Chris Rock or the Ed O'Neill? Uh, I think it's. I would go with the David Arquette option. I see. Yeah. Ten, oh, ten, okay, two, twenty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't dial that. Yeah. Don't dial would, that. Would you do the thing where I said, you know, state your name after the beep, and then you give your entire <laughs> yes. message like. Mom, I need to come on now. Mom, I'm in jail. <laughs> <laughs> that happened once. Good times. <laughs> you called Colette from jail? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> and I'm just thinking of the sobbing, terrified message on the answering machine. Like, oh, God, what's going on? <laughs> there That's are right. black people in here with me. Mommy! <laughs> Sorry, we can say that because we don't have any people of color on the show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. People, I know. I'm in criticism. trouble. I'm Where in trouble. Is this coming from? Because so it's, it's a criticism we get to the show, and I hate. I hate it. I do hate it too. I, <laughs> I think the next game that we should be excited about is hmm. Firewatch by Campo Santo, which is uh, hmm. Sean Bannerman uh, wrote uh, the, uh, much of The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. Telltale's The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Mm-hmm. Working. I mean, you haven't seen the trailer. Firewatch looks really cool. You're. You're you're get him on the show. You're no. in this. Yeah, he's in the area. What, what's the one that you clued me into, Bob? Uh, long night. Oh, the long dark. I think long Tyler dark. was talking about that. I mean, there are mechanics, but most like ninety percent of the game is just walking towards yeah. one direction. So there's mm. like oh, survival. The band. The band? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like there are survival mechanics. You need to find things and eat and drink, or you will die. <laughs> um, and you have to start fires and like keep warm. Uh, but it's like a survival game that finally, after like. You know, many iterations in the genre. That's just like, no, there are there are no zombies. Mm-hmm. There are no no zombies. There are wolves. Are, there are wolves, but you're just really surviving against the elements, and then just enjoying the beauty of unmolested nature in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just snowy and beautiful. Unmolested anything is like a canvas yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go molest some. That was of that my Bill nature. Cosby impression. I, I, oh, there's God. no way to salvage that joke. I, I shouldn't try. <laughs> yeah. No, it is really good though. Like Bob says, you just like yes, you do have to focus on survival, but you're only kind of surviving so you can sort of enjoy the environment some more and wander mm. around. Yeah, a bit you more. like. At any point, you have, like, maybe an hour left to live, so you're just like, <laughs> is that something I can hide under? Sure, I'll go towards that. And then you're just looking at the beautiful sunset and the re- really impressionistic graphics, yeah. 
Oh, this is a good show. God yeah. damn it. Mm. Well, too bad we have to cut it short. That's been our top five. Indeed. And our show for Thanksgiving. But let's let's do, before we go, a quick uh, community segment. Um, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what 2D fighting games arterial spray do you think would taste the most like cranberry jelly? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I cannot believe how many people said brutal. Yeah, we got a couple of answers. Uh, Griff says, I don't care for the raccoon, and I want it gone. How much would it cost to have an exterminator take care of it? For a week? A month? I assume this exterminator would accept PayPal donations as payment. That, that doesn't really answer the question, Griff. Let's uh, let's read another one. I met the raccoon. Yeah? He was very nice. Yeah, I thought he'd be yeah, like above is, it all, but he's, he's very a, receptive to fans. He's and, an okay uh, guy just yeah. in general. I never thought about taking a PayPal donation to put a hit on him. That's kind <laughs> of intriguing. Yeah, uh, let's see. Also, Ravenbaum says, uh, I have no job either, and I'm actually going to donate this week for dicks getting drunk and talking shit about video games and shit and asking us for money. Here's $5 right after rent and internet that I barely have to give. People that listen to podcasts are at best commuters to jobs. People that listen to your podcast probably jobless, if not aimless. I'm still jobless and very aimless and the same age as most of you fucks. Worst of all, <laughs> I'll still listen even though Henry should know from TDAR days it's at least Raven Bomb. Bomb yeah. is fine. Someone oh, else Henry. gave me the name. Oh, Henry. As well as should Chris, what? since you've sent me shit I won in contests. I know your name is Raven Bomb, goddammit. But yes, please stop the raccoon. I will really give oh. the rest oh, of my gosh. me to stop it. Oh, oh man. I, that sucks for the raccoon. I, poor man's we, last dollar. Yeah, we don't know anything about arterial spray now. That's, yeah. Jesus, stay on topic, people. <laughs> But yeah, okay, like that's, we do. That's disappointing. But um, yeah, I think that's enough community segment for this week. Now, that question can rest unanswered for another week or so. But uh, well, what what do you guys think? I will uh, say uh, Primal Rage, Brutal Pause Prim of Fury, Primal Rage. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I guess you know we, we might be conditioned to uh, appreciate the taste of dinosaur blood. I mean, we I can never also... say what dinosaur blood actually tastes like. So exactly. I, think it's I imagine the most, it, uh, robust what color I imagine yeah. it tastes like uh, car exhaust. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it eventually turns into. Anyway, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and also interesting in that case, uh, well, if you know Primal Rage, it will taste like the health bar. Oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do a quick round of plugs. As always, you can follow the show at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas and be sure to look at IGN where my reviews of Sonic Boom and Valkyria Chronicles have recently gone up yeah. hey but we also streamed that recently you Sonic can, uh, Boom yes yeah on uh, youtube.com slash laser time network oh, yeah. I guess that's a, me jumping in to segue to my plugs were you done I'm sorry that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a shared plug so go for I'm it I'm sorry uh uh, lasertimepodcast.com you can find this show and many others like it but the things I'm going I should be in Japan right now again I'm taking suggestions of the things you want me to seek out and film or like maybe uh, just interact with maybe even bring back I don't know like just send me things to do It's I haven't taken a vacation in like five years and this is my first one thanks to my girlfriend not your donations um, <laughs> but uh I should have up, I wanted to repurpose the something I wrote on a cartoon Christmas, which was a site I used to work on every Christmas and then got to be too... Uh, it's still up bloated. there, right? It is. It okay. is and I'm, gonna, oh, I'm so going to... Nothing new this year? Or? No, probably Aww. not. Uh, unless anybody else wants to do it, because I'm not. I cannot handle two sites. That's mm. very hard. I have no idea what I was thinking two years ago when I had a full 60-hour week job and ran two websites. Uh, but a Blu-ray guide. A Blu-ray guide to... Um, Cartoon Christmas animations. It's not 
Sometimes it's not as easy as you'd think. Um, Grinch is a little weird. Uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol cuts out things. But I've made a guide to tell you Christmas what's, what's what. Carol cuts out things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A bunch of, like it, yeah, a little guide to see. Sometimes the Blu-ray is not the best option. It's very weird. Huh. Uh, but yeah, there'll never be an Emmett Otter Blu-ray, unfortunately. Oh. Um, but yes, yeah, so Christmas is coming, and I believe this week we'll have a show up with Jesus Bob on it. Hi, everybody. Uh, man, you've been here a lot lately. Is this a good Mackie. time to segue to Mackie. Bob's plugs? Um, well, yeah, he's, we're on a show about uh, marathons, television marathons yeah, that generally that occur for Thanksgiving because we talked about Turkey Day last year with Deanna and Mickle. That was a great mm-hmm. show, too. And Bobby and uh, Ray Barnhold. Um, what, what's his Twitter? Do you know his Twitter? Uh, RDBAAA. R-D- I can't. I want to. I love scroll. I do love scroll a lot. Yeah, scroll.bg, a, a video game magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just and every time I see it, I'm like, man, he got a six letter Twitter name, man. That's what every one of us should have done. Yeah, he like, dropped the underscore at some point. Yeah, good for him. Uh, but th- you're on our show, and um, we should have an episode of Cape Crisis up this week, a special with myself, Ooh. Brett Elson, and um, uh, Henry Marvel. In honor of its own 75th anniversary, put out a magazine detailing its top 100 best stories as dictated by itself. Uh, and we'll go through those. Mm. Bob? Sorry, I was drinking beer. I am working for US Gamer right now. I'm a senior editor, and Woo! I like what I'm doing there. I like our site a lot, so check me out at usgamer.net. I also run the Retronauts podcast, which Michael and Chris have been on. I want yes. Tyler on it at some point <gasps> for some PC-related things because people complain we don't talk about PC games and, lo- and I talk about I love PC games so oh, I would man. like Tyler on at some point. We can point. talk about Terminal Velocity. It'll be great. Do you like Interstate 76? Siberia? In any way? Okay, we'll, we'll have you on at some point. But yeah, Retronauts.com. Uh, Retronauts is coming back for a new season starting December 1st of this wow. year and we have a new Patreon which is supporting the show so Patreon.com slash Retronauts. Support the show. You get free things and you can feel good about supporting a good podcast nice. and I'm out of plugs so nice. thank you. <laughs> Diana, plug. Oh, use um, our Amazon links. Black Friday, it really does oh, yeah, help yeah, us yeah, out. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything, and I'm sorry if they're spamming. Yep. Uh, I want to plug Crepe Crisis, too, because <laughs> besides the special episodes, last week uh, was a lot of fun because <laughs> Dave Rudden said the Magic Words newsroom. I love that discussion, by the way. Anytime newsroom comes up, I'm sorry, I laugh my ass off. I love it. <laughs> I, uh, I thought it was hilarious. I cannot wait to watch it. I'm going to catch up on that over You need Christmas. to do like a recap show. Wow, what an just, awful idea for a show. Henry 13-episode <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if history had been different, <laughs> it would have been something like this newsroom intro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, but this is just bullshit. God, just, they're so self-congratulatory. I will, yeah. say, I will say I do like the show. I'm infuriated for the same reasons. I do very much enjoy the show. If people thought, like, I, I hate newsroom, I don't. I don't. I don't even think Henry does. Oh, I think maybe what a dumb plug. Uh, I've become completely. I really think he does. (laughs) Tyler, Uh, yeah, I am at Billy Eichner on Twitter. Stop it! What? Why are you going to give someone with like eight million followers (laughs) more followers? Your your Twitter name right now is the best thing ever. I want to steal it. Changed it. Oh, I loved it. It was Tyler Wild quotes, which is exactly what it is. Tyler, your Twitter is always your quotes. True, (laughs) but I thought it was a great name. That was that was part of the joke. The other part of the joke is that anyone who tweets at me ends up being followed by Oscar Wilde quote accounts (laughs) because (laughs) using the word wild is a uh, a hell sentence to hell. I'm sure that's their trigger. No relation, right? Uh, no, no, not that I know of. Okay. You should trace that back. Try. Yeah. Ancestry.com. Another Uh, plug. Actually, (laughs) it turns out I found out, like, more recently than I should have, that my grandfather was uh, adopted and Wild was not his last name. Uh, His last name was Kent, which means I am related to Superman. Uh, But you lost the Wild fortune. 
Yes. Uh, anyway, yeah. You're no Tyler, longer part of the Wild Estate. The Flower Dynasty. Tyler underscore Wilding. Work at PC Gamer. You can look at that. Uh, uh, I'm writing a, a a novel about whiskey and flowers. Nice. But no, I'm not really. Oh. Um, I'm very disappointed but, uh, in you. Yeah, but read it when it comes out, though. Uh, Self publishing on Amazon. Can't wait. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> so yeah, it's uh, you know as we as we go out of this week's show. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. So let's all just sit down. I've prepared a spread for what? you all here. Oh, this is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> How did, what did yeah. that I happen? Mean, you, you can all nice just potatoes. start start digging all in. All the trimmings, I mean, too. I made it all myself. Cornish oh. yams? I didn't even know those existed. Mm. <laughs> this is delicious. Wow. Mm. These mashed potatoes are great. They're so lumpy. Meat's a little gamey. But not bad. Mm. Not it bad. Does, it's, a little, it's a little off. I wonder is, this what, a, yeah. is this a bird? What kind of... Oh, um, that's the raccoon. I I killed and cooked it during Chris's plugs. You, you guys didn't notice? What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yes, sir. They ate the whole thing. Yes. Yes, sir. Even your tail. I don't know how they choked down all the... Yes. Yes, they kept eating, even though they were all horrified. The stuffing? Yes, sir. It was okay, I guess. I don't see what... Yes, sir. Your fur was safely buried. No. No dogs are going to get at it. They've all been purged from the building. No, sir, my cover is intact. Nobody knows who I really am. Yes, yes, sir, I agree completely. It takes a well-balanced individual such as yourself to really promote podcasts. Yes. Yes, sir. Nobody knows that Cornish yams aren't real. What should I do about the woman? Yes, sir. I understand. The marriage will continue. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye, Mr. President. <laughs>